Yo, 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 Thought Warriors. What is up? How learn is on is I, Van Lathan. And it's me, Rachel Lynn Lindsay. Is it though? <laughs> is it you, Rachel Lindsay? Unclear. Is it? I'm not okay. I'm not okay. Let me tell you something, Van. If, you, if you're watching this, you're probably noting, noticing, huh, Rachel has a new background. It's not because I moved. It's because I met Trudy's. How did I get to Trudy's? Unclear. I don't know. Van, this is a you moment. This is something you would do, okay? My schedule is normally that. in order. Yeah. It's normally in order. You know, you, you, you travel, you mess up time changes. You don't know when you're, where you're staying, where you're going. That's not me. Somehow, I landed at LAX and thought I was in Burbank. And I don't think you understand how scary of a feeling this is. My driver calls me and says, hey, I'm at the airport. I'm at LAX. I said, oh, they booked you at the wrong place. I'm at Burbank. He said, no, the itinerary says LAX. I said, I'm sorry, sir. It's not your fault. They did this wrong. I get, and I'm, mind you, everybody on the plane heard me talking about that I was in Burbank and nobody said anything. I get off the plane and I was like, did Burbank build a new wing? Am I, did I land in a new part of the airport? And I was, I was, it, I was scared. I didn't know if I was in a different city. I was like, oh, wait, I'm so confused. And I look out the window and I was like, oh my God, I'm at LAX. I had to rush and call my driver, tell him that to, to stay. And then I called Trudy in a panic. So something in my soul said, call Trudy. And I called Trudy and Trudy said, I live close, come over. And here I am. Because why? I didn't want the podcast to suffer. You did, you did your thing. I appreciate it. I did my thing. So I, no, got, I got some observations. I don't know how I'm going to be on. <laughs> I have some observations. Go ahead. All right, number one. <laughs> we appreciate you making it to the podcast. You know, we do. We do because it's it's important. Physically, I'm here. Physically, Physically. I'm here. I'll say this, though. I don't understand how you weren't listening to the pilot's instructions where they were telling you where you were going to land. There's like a little, like, like you, the pilot, the pilot saying we're last. Oh, you had your AirPods. You didn't I even had know. my AirPods in. I was listening to music. Never heard it. Right. Mm. But what I heard is we're landing in Los Angeles. I think I heard that. But to me, yeah, we are landing in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. they, they would have said Burbank if you were landing in Burbank, though. I don't Burbank. fly enough into Burbank to, to get that. I don't fly enough there. Very interesting. To understand it. So a couple of things. Number one, I got bones to pick with all three of you right now, with all everyone on the podcast. I don't really have a bone to pick Who with you. Who's he talking to? I don't really have a bone to pick with you because you made it to the podcast. So what difference is, hey, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You got here. By hook or by crook. It's happened before. By hook or by crook, Rachel is here, here. for her job. All right. So I just want you to settle in as I go through this list of grievances, okay? <laughs> what y'all do? Uh, okay. <laughs> So we have to talk about Donnie real quick. Donnie, I'll mute do yourself. Do we have to? We don't. Yeah, we do. So somewhere, Donnie, Donnie Beecham's dad, Donnie Sr., somewhere he's got like a pain in his back. Why? So me and Donnie are talking about baseball stuff to pass the time while you scramble to try to make it from uh, LAX to Trudy's home which I'll talk about in a second. Um, 
you're trying to make that. Me and Donnie are talking about baseball. We're talking about Fred McGriff. He only has 493 homers. He should get seven more homers, and then maybe he can get to the Hall of Fame. He's probably going to go in in the Veterans Committee now. And I said something about Donnie. I said, your dad, your father is my baseball hero. And my dad, Donnie goes, my dad did play baseball. I'm like, oh. He says, my dad played baseball in college, but he didn't graduate. (laughs) What the fuck? As soon as I like, said what, it, like, like, what, like, why? Yeah, it didn't. Like, what? It, it wasn't why? pertinent to the conversation. Why would you do that to? Why would you do that to your father? No one was talking about. You went from telling a great story about his athletic achievements. No, no one was talking about whether or not your dad graduated. And nobody was like, that's that man's <laughs> business, Donnie. I said it because him not graduating and baseball are like interlinked in my mind. So there was like a connection there that like it that that's why that came out. It it had nothing to do with the conversation. But when I huh. think about my no, dad in baseball, I think about his horrible experience playing baseball in college and why. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't I don't so, think I believe you, Donnie. It's, I think what I think is that you hold a grudge against your dad. Clearly. Because he did. That's that's what I think. This nigga's doing all of this stuff. He's like, I can just see it's like an after school special. You know, something happens to Donnie and Donnie's dad. Donnie, sit down and talk to you. What do you know, dad? You, <laughs> you don't know anything about what it takes. You're not like me. You didn't even graduate. And then Donnie's dad goes, Donnie. And then Donnie storms out. <laughs> And then later on, Donnie has to come back and apologize to his father. You know, I, I'm sorry, lash out. Wait, so the pain in the back is the what? Oh, the pain in the back is the knife <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Donnie Beecham Senior is somewhere watching Matlock. You know what I mean? Gunsmoke. <laughs> Gunsmoke. That's the same shit. Recipes. Dad. My dad used to be like, "Son, do you want to come watch Bonanza?" I'd be like. Of course not, nigga. Like, no, of course I don't want to watch Bonanza. It's like, but the crazy thing about watching Bonanza with like your older, it's because like, if you watch that bitch for a second, it's kind of good. You you just never want to watch it. (laughs) No, I never felt that. Big Hoss, Lil Joe, I was good. Big Hoss, Joe. Big Hoss. A Big Hoss, all of them. (laughs) Bonanza. The Ponderosa. Was it the Ponderosa? The Ponderosa. It's a Ponderosa. Oh, you watching that with my dad? The little Joe. The little Joe went on to be to be. Shout out to Michael Landon, who went to be the guy from Highway to Heaven, which my mom and Miss Linda would watch every day and just cry because Highway to Heaven was so beautiful. It was such a beautiful show. I thought it was the Waltons. That's what I was gonna say. No, he was. Waltons? No, I don't think he was on the Waltons. I think he was okay. Lil Joe on Bonanza, and then Michael Landon. He eventually, sadly, died of cancer, but he went on. He he went on to be to be play the angel in Highway to Heaven. It's a beautiful show, beautiful show. They don't make enough angel related content anymore. Okay, so now, so now I gotta talk about Trudy because Trudy's living room looks pretty nice. Okay, but I will say this: there's Trudy right there. Trudy's living room is the living room of someone who doesn't have a man in their life. That is not true. Y'all see how I just be minding my business and catch a stray bullet? Like, it, it, I gotta be honest with you, man. Trudy's 
Trudy's living room is the living room of somebody who doesn't have a man in their life. Oh wait, okay. Be is it because the cord, the cords are It's showing? because of the wires from your TV <laughs> which are driving <laughs> me crazy. Man, like the, the wires the, the wires from your TV and the sound bar. The if you look over there, I want y'all to look it. over there. I don't see it, it needs to be I somebody over there to put it in. It. See what the fuck I'm talking about? Uh, a bald nigga could have made those wires disappear. I'm looking Whatever. at it. I'm looking at it right now. You look at the look at back there. The, she's got the sound bar. She got the right setup. She got the TV. She got the sound bar. She got it mounted in the thing, and she got the exposed wires. There wasn't someone there to be like, "Hey, you know what we need to do? We need to hire these wires to either watch Best Buy when they come do it, or call their cousin, or come out there." Don't have that. I'm I'm looking at all of this stuff. Healthy plants. Wait. That's woman's wait. touch. Look at the wires. You know what's all, sad? all of them wires. What's what? sad is she did attempt to start to covering up the wires. There is a white box at the bottom. Okay, you better defend me, Rachel. <laughs> I was out. I'm trying. Okay, I'm trying. <laughs> Hell no, it's not right. Uh, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm like, the, that's the first thing I noticed. I'm like, damn. Really don't be no niggas around I'm there. Scooting I'm scooting over. I'm scooting over. It be your own people. It really be your own people. How was your trip to the to the to the to the Grammys, Rach? How was that? It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It was my Ooh. first time. I mean, it was Vegas, you know. So uh-huh. that's probably why I'm discombobulated too. Right. First time working the Grammys. First time attending the Grammys. It was a good time. Um, Met see? up with some friends. I saw, my gosh, John Batiste. Who I'll do who I talk to because I saw a lot of people. But John Batiste, Lil Nas X, um, her, Chloe Bailey, um, Mickey Guyton. Who is Mickey who Guyton? else? Olivia Rodrigo. Mickey Guyton is a black female country artist. She was nominated for Best Country Album. She sang the national anthem at the Super Bowl. She's really doing her thing out here and like really representing for black people in the country space and fi- and talks about how she had to fight to get her way on the radio. Nobody wanted to play her. So though she was that she was dope. Who else? I talked to so many people. Baby King. Baby King. Um, Baby King. I don't really like her. Asked him about Kendrick's album. Uh who else? I, I can't even. I talked to Hip Boy. Hip Boy. So like this was me bringing people over and I was like, because I'm trying to interview them and extras like, no. I talked to Spice. Um, who else? I don't know. I talked to a lot of people, but it was really fun. The energy was good because the Grammys hasn't been back since 2020. So first time people were celebrating music in that way since 2020. It was it was fun. The performances were good. Um, but, you know, it wasn't without its controversy. What was the controversy? Oh, we're gonna talk about it, right? We're gonna talk about the controversy from the Grammys. Like, look, I'm, I'm, I don't, I realize something. I don't like award shows like that. I like like music or just award shows. Period. I, I don't think, despite our triumph <laughs> last year at the Academy Awards, I don't think, I don't know, I don't understand watching award shows. I still get it. I still get wrapped up into the bullshit because we're about to get into it, but. Everybody was watching the Grammys. And last night I was watching Halo. Yeah, it's a very good show. No, you know what 
I get, because being okay, there and watching some of these live performances, that's what I get. So to see Lenny Kravitz playing the guitar with her and Travis Barker doing the drums, that was exciting to see. To see Bruno um, Silk Sonic, that was exciting to see. So I think it's the live performances of your favorite artists. It's not necessarily right. the presentation of the awards. It's just watching all these people that you like of multiple genres in one space doing what they do on stage. That's what I think is the. Cool I don't get the Silk Sonic thing. We'll talk about it. I don't get Silk Sonic. I don't. You're a hater. I'm a hater because I don't get Silk Sonic. For real? You don't want to. You don't huh. even try. I want to hear why. I want to hear why. We'll get into it. Whenever you're we'll ready, a, we'll, we'll talk get into about it. A sec. We'll talk about it. Uh, why I don't get Silk Sonic. Well, I'll tell you what i did with my weekend since you didn't is ask so it's all about oh let me see let me see that i'll say that... is this a man's look at me in her... what else Trudy let's, ain't let's never look around me over again let's look I around said, trudy's trudy i'm gonna be honest Wait, well, trudy, a man that wears a hat that wears a, a hat that's wearing a hat trudy you're a liar you, that's a man's hat right there that's a hairline hider is what it's i see right there it's a hairline hider look at that big ass couch hairline is what she said trudy Trudy, that's a big couch. Yes. That's a big couch for us. Do you have roommates, Trudy? Hell no. I don't like people. So like that's a that's a that's a big couch for, for just a for a lonely a lonely Trudy. Well first off, no, I'm no. not lonely. <laughs> he really thinks I'm the girl that lives in the shoe. Like what? I can if tell by I the like wires. Ain't nobody coming over. There he is. You know what? Not today, Satan. He really and I will tell you that you have a very you have a very nice apartment i'm not gonna lie you do have a very nice i like this but you do have there's one thing that you have that that tells me that you're still beginning your journey in life what's that you got the broke nigga blinds turn around okay but that's how the apartment came I know. like it's a- but eventually rachel knows <laughs> see look rachel knows wait 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 wait, wait 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 rachel knows rachel knows hold on rachel <laughs> Rachel Rachel knows Rachel knows that if she goes to look at a place because when you first when you when you're in your 20s you look at them like god damn I got the blinds and move back and forth my shit tight Rachel knows if she goes to look at a place and they got them blinds you know Rachel be honest the broke nigga blinds that turn because I'll tell you what's gonna happen Trudy how long you been living there one of the bitches gonna fall and when it falls oh, I already broke like three of them is, you gonna have, then you gonna have the snaggle tooth Broke nigga blinds over there. We all it's know. It's already snaggled tooth on like two of them because they got stuck in the corners. Popped off. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I see it. I see, see it. We know. We Yo, know. I, it be your own people. It really just y'all. I'm out here, hardworking black women, just you trying are. to get it right every you. day. And here comes Dan. Yeah, it's your own people. Trudy try to hold me down. Look, look, it's a nice apartment. <laughs> like, look, it's a Rachel. No, you know why Rachel's laughing because she knows. She knows that this is. Trudy, I have to apologize. I'm so sorry because of my mistake. We put Van all up in your business. He's all up in the background. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, but you know what? I actually have to tell you guys something after the pod. I meant to tell you when you walked in, Rich. What is it? I'll tell y'all well, after. you can't you can't share. I it? Definitely can't say it with on the here. thought wars. Somebody lives here. A celebrity lives here. Oh, oh tell I us. Know tell the us. Story. No, it, it no, has to wait. Okay, to... just cut this. Just, Why does it have wait, to wait? Just cut this part out because I want to guess. Just cut this part out. Okay. Male or female? Male. What actor or rapper? Rapper. Old or young? And actor. And actor. Rapper. All around Jack of all Yeah, he's everything. Ray J? Old, old school no, or new school? No. 
I old school, but still just got his foot in the streets. Probably literally and figuratively. Soldier boy. No. <laughs> Bigger. Old. Uh, When's the last time they had a hit? Um, a hit hit. I mean, I just feel like everything that they do is a hit. A hit, like a TV show hit or like a music hit, because it's both. How old is this person? I can't what, wait. Like what? How old like, is this person? Donnie, is that In right? I'm gonna feel like late forties, early 50s. late forties, early fifties. Yeah. I think. No, this I is have... like some TMZ shit that I actually meant to ask you. I don't know what so the. So he was I'm born in. Re... Mm-hmm. Who was? Who's a rapper born? In... East be... Coast, West Coast, West Coast, West Coast. Oh, oh, is it? Um, that would be living uh, in a place DJ with the broke nigga blinds. Don't do it. No, it's not DJ Quick. <laughs> don't do it, man. Who would be living with broke nigga blondes? Bro. They I, might not have them. They might not have them. Um, no, I think that they... West Coast? Mm-hmm. West Coast? LA or... So think... Uh, thinks, Warren and, G? No, you're like really close. You're thinking along the right lines, Rachel. So think that crew. It's not... <laughs> has no reason to live there. Listen, no. it's... 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 I swear no, to God. No, it's not. I, I, oh, okay. I put it on everything. I have a neighborhood group watch. Okay. okay. All right. I swear. But but okay. he has a place in he has a place in um big ass house. Okay, it's not like a compound. Van. Hey. That's why I needed to talk to you. All right. We have to bleep this. We're gonna play the game, but we're gonna bleep it. We're gonna bleep okay. the name. Okay. And just to let you know, I don't believe you. I think you're trying to. Man, I, think this, I, I think this is something you, that you, you fabricated. You know he has a lookalike, right? You know he has a lookalike. Oh, no. yes, but it's. I promise. I like. I. I promise. There's a story in everything. I swear. Yeah. And I. I ran into him taking my trash out. Interesting. And I saw him yesterday, actually. Wow. I swear. No, okay well we'll see we'll see we'll see if your lies can hold up we're gonna take a break as Trudy thinks of another lie to make the broke nigga blind situation seem better <laughs> um, and we're gonna come back on the other side of this break with the big deal of the day this episode is brought to you by Shopify do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS you need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Okay. Rachel was at the Grammys. All right. We're going to talk about the Grammys real quick. I'm going to run down some winners, okay? You ready? Okay. Record of the year. Leave the door open, Silk Sonic. Song of the year. Leave the door open, Silk Sonic. Album of the year, we are John Baptiste. Best new artist, Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, let's see, go down here. Doja Cat featuring SZA. Best pop duo, group performance, Kiss Me More. Great song. Best rap album, Call Me If You Get Lost, Tyler Creator. Great album. Best rap performance, Family Ties, Baby King, um, Kendrick Lamar. Best rap song, Jail, Kanye West, and Jay-Z. Uh, then you got other ones. Best R&B album, Hotels. Jasmine Sullivan. Yay, best R&B song. Remember I said that was a great album when we were picking albums of the year? You love that. You love that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Best R&B performance, like I said, Silk uh, Leave the Door Open. Silk Sonic winner. It's a tie between Silk Sonic and Jasper Sullivan. So I've never seen a tie before. So I guess everybody gets a, you get a Grammy, you get a Grammy, you get a Grammy, you get a Grammy. Um, Any surprises for you from the list of people who won? 
Um, no, actually. I, I know, and I'm eager to hear your take on Silk Sonic, but that, when you think of song of the year, when you think the song that no one could stop singing, that everybody knew, that crossed genres, it was Silk Sonic's Leave the Door Open. It did. People anticipated it. They were singing it everywhere. It's Silk Sonic. Maybe record of the year, because that was a really stacked, stacked category. And we should pull up what it is because I want you to see who else was in it for record of the year. But for song of the year, I get. So maybe record of the year caught me by surprise. They were nominated four times and they won every single category they were in. So. And before you answer, is it that you don't get the music or you don't get the formation of Anderson Pack? And Bruno Mars and what they're and their whole like concept of what it is that they present as Silk Sonic. I love Anderson Pack. I love Bruno Mars. This is gonna be a controversial take. That's not gonna be a controversial take. Anytime you say this is gonna be a controversial take, people get I don't like I? I don't like the uh I, I I don't I don't like that shit, man. <laughs> that sound like it, 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 I mean, I'll be honest with you, like, like I don't. Why? Like, that, that sound is cool, but when you attack that sound in that way, and it feels, it 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 feels contrived to me. Oh, oh! How can you say that? Because we see this in sports all the time. So what you see are two people who are. Big in music coming together to form a group. What's the problem with it? No, what was it's that, not the, what was that group. What was that group that um the Gerald Levert and them were in? Levert's they had a Gil. group. LSG. LSG. We've seen it before. I'm not, ta- I'm not talking about the meeting up of the super group. Okay, okay. I'm talking about because you know Anderson Pack. Love Anderson Pack. Bruno Mars is an amazing artist and performer. I think the sound it's the itself. No, I think the sound <laughs> itself being so uh, <sighs> I, that music is a real Silk Sonic to me is some repackaging of some shit that went on. What is it? Like that 70s soul sound that they're going for in Silk Sonic is a real sound that really existed. And So why can't they, they do that? Why can't they bring back a different time? It's not like they said they created it. I'm not saying that they said they created it. They can do it, right? It just doesn't seem authentic. (laughs) I don't know about you, Trini, but I didn't hear a good excuse. It sounds like he's hating. That's what it's like. How can you make the decision? How can can you make the decision about whether or not I have a good... I don't need no excuse. I don't like it. Uh, I'll tell you straight up, when I hear that shit, I want to hear that shit from Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. I want to hear from Teddy Pendergrass. I want to hear from Al Green. I want to hear from them. I don't want to hear people take that and kind of put a face on it, jump back on it. It seems inauthentic to me. I've, I've, I've never been on a Silk Sonic train, you, ever. You know what? If, if Bruno Mars changed the way he sang, I would agree with you. The sound is from that era, but he still sounds like Bruno. It still sounds like Anderson Pat. If he tried nah. to emulate Teddy P, it would be totally different. I get it. They're not trying to the 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 whole sound. I like that they're going back and they're doing that. To me, though, 
that authentic, there's an authentic contemporary soul sound, right? And they, they there's an authentic contemporary soul sound that guys like Anthony Hamilton, you know what I mean? They're putting it out there. Even people like NDRE, people that are still doing this type of music, like right now there's an authentic soul sound that happens. They're kind of reaching back in the past and pulling something up. It, it's just like... I, I don't. I never did. I look at that and it looks like an SNL skit to me. It does. I like, think it, you it, think that because of the way they dress too. Like if they, if they a, there's a whole thing. Suits, if they sang in suits, right? If they just wore normal clothes that weren't, it wasn't like a throwback. Would you feel the same way? I think it's the, the whole, whole thing that gets you. The vibe is this weird vibe. They got the old style writing and the old style. The vibe is like, I get it's like a throwback thing, but for some reason... I kind of don't fuck with that. It doesn't seem like it's it's like a real thing. It would be like if <laughs> it, to me it'd be, it'd be like if a rapper comes out and oh, I'm gonna do an album. The name of the album is gonna be 1986, and it's gonna be all raps. A hip hit, a hop, a hip hip hip. I wouldn't be mad at it. I wouldn't be mad at it. And also, it, it, you come out. Jack Harlow does like the 1983 LP, where he comes out and it's all like that. I'm not. That shit seems that's kind of it's it's slightly corny to me. I, I get that everybody loves Silk Sonic, but to me, you go back and listen to the music of the people who were doing that and doing it for real and really, really there. It's so much better and it's so real and so earthy and so raw and so incredible that to me, I kind of like I don't like that type of shit. Like well, I like maybe why don't you just look at it as like. Again, if they were saying that they created this and this was something new, I would get it. But why can't you just say, man, I miss this type of music and I want to bring it back. So that's what they're doing. I just, I just, it, look, I'm telling you what it looks like. I'm, sure, looks I'm like. sure that they, they want to get to, they want to come together and do something. I don't know why, why would I hate on them? I'm not a singer. I don't give a fuck. I, I listen to, to it. Why, and I hear everybody going, everybody going, tip the tip. Is that T? I, I like, I, they're, they did that already, you, and it was doper when they did it. It was better you, you when they like did Donnie it. Right now. I'm Donnie, actually Donnie with Ben. Story. I'm 100 with Ben. Oh. Oh. I'm like he's oh my oh, god. Still he's, Sonic he's, never he's graduated. Donnie, you took oh. two L's, two L's on this podcast. Two L's. Can I just say before oh. we started recording, oh, Ben said that Daddy. nobody nobody ever agrees with him. Oh, look it, here comes Donnie defending you. Boom. That trash ass take. <laughs> <laughs> no. I tell you what, just trash. I tell you what. Right. I tell you Good what. Points. I see right now. Right now, I what see my fucking wires. Is what I see. <laughs> you trash. Yeah, I see wires and blinds. By the way, you got two. You got two different forms of broke nigga blinds. You got the vertical and the horizontal. You got the vertical. You got the vertical on the left. You got the horizontal those behind you. That's not the same. That's not the same. Oh, those Venetians. Those Venetians. Nah, man. It's not a look. We still in the condo, but it's not a Venetian blind in this motherfucking house. So the you Venetian blinds is what you—that's what you crack before you go outside to see if the fucking police is outside. You, cre- <laughs> you, you, you creep out the blinds. Um, but no, Donnie, get it off. Tell us, tell us, Donnie. No, you had good points. I mean, when I listen to Silk Sonic, it makes me want to listen to something that actually came out in like 1975, as opposed to Great. like this like sanitized version. Like it, oh! it feels like too clean. Something about it is so clean, too clean. Because they because they ain't never had no grits poured on them. That's why. Because they ain't real. 
because they because they never they 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 didn't take this through the nightclubs okay. and uh, and it they, it's not it's not real is they never had that they never they never been they never I mean, fine man let me ask Charlene. you something they never had that let That's me ask why. you something about Bruno Mars when Bruno. Bruno Mars came out with twenty four karat gold what was that album's name that album yeah. it was straight nineties R and B everybody right. said it was a throwback to the nineties did you have a problem with that. I'm not really on that shit like that. Not really. He's straight. I love Bruno Mars. But why? Like, I have no problem. But why, I don't, why, why because does that not bother you? Because that was it was very '90s, and I loved it. I, because whoa, it I'm saying back. I wasn't really I was fucking like, with. I miss I that kind of type of R&B. I wasn't really. What's up? <laughs> Yelling so loud. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, do you like Silk Sonic, Kalika? Yeah, actually, I do. See, all right. See, yeah, come on, Kalika. <laughs> She said she don't think the song deserved all four of it. I, don't, I, don't know. I said that too. I don't think it deserved right. record of the year. Right. I'm going to pull the I look, record like, of the year. To, to me, I need to go back and see if Al Green ever won record of the year when he was doing that shit for real. I, like, I don't, I, to me, I don't look. All art is derivative to a degree, but that's just too derivative for me. It just is. It's too derivative for me. It's too derivative. It seems it's it's just it's too derivative to me. It is. Who would you who would you have chosen for record of the year? And okay, maybe what are the, you would have what added somebody that's, the, that what wasn't are the, uh, there. What are the the nominees? Give me the nominees for record of the year. I still have faith in you, ABBA. Yes, they have a song. And 40, 40 years later, they're they're nominated. Freedom, John Batiste. I get a kick out of you, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Peaches. Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesar and Giveon. Right on time, Brandy Carlisle, Kiss Me More, Doja Cat featuring SZA. Happier Than Ever, Billie Eilish, Montero, Call Me By Your Name, Lil Nas X, Driver's License, Olivia Rodrigo, and Leave the Door Open, Silk Sonic. It's a I would have gone, I, I'd have gone Doja Cat. Kiss I'd have gone more? Doja Cat or Montero because uh, the Montero was like kicking people in their face and stuff. I'd have gone that anyway. Um, let's talk about the... Uh, because I want to see what you, based upon what you think about Silk Sonic, I want to talk to you about this. There's a lot of cultural sort of, there's a lot of cultural lessons to be learned in the Grammys. And one of them is, you know, whether or not black people, black Americans, black people all over the diaspora of blacks, whether or not they should gatekeep their culture. You know, like, like culture. Question, as we, as before we get to this next uh, bit of Grammy's controversy is culture something to be shared by everyone something to be shared and enjoyed and given to each person that can experience it the world over or is culture something to be guarded something to be safeguarded something to be kept pure and something to be protected from outside interlopers into said culture these are the questions that we ask Rachel what do you think I, I don't like the word shared. So do I think, I think culture should be appreciated. Like when you go to someone else's country and you're trying to understand and you're immersing yourself in the culture, whether it's food, whether it's um, the language, whether it's um, some type of historical building or whatever, the history of it, you're appreciating the culture. You're learning about the culture. You're trying to understand it, but they're not giving that to you. Right? Like you're not supposed to learn about it and take it. That's not the same thing. 
So well, I, I what is feel, that? What, like, what is what is taking it mean though? Sorry, not to interrupt you. What, what, what is, no, no, what is no, taking yeah. it mean? What is taking it mean? How what are we taking it? So I think that you don't try to appropriate it is what I mean by taking it. All right, just because you learn about it and you really like it and you appreciate it, that doesn't give you the right to then appropriate that as if it's something that's yours when it really came from something else. But what does that mean though? Because like this, this is what I tell you. So, so I'll tell you what. I'll, hey, hey, goddamn it! Let me tell you what I mean by the question. So, the Rolling Stones come down to Chess Records or whatever. All right, they they come down to Memphis. They want to meet Muddy hey, Waters. Cadillac Records. That's a true story. <laughs> I know it is. Yeah, like they, that, that's that's a true story. They want to meet Muddy Waters, right? The Beatles and all of these different people. Like years and years after this. In a great documentary called Hell, Hell to Rock, Hell, Hell, Rock and Roll, Keith Richards would go on tour with Chuck Berry just to say that he played with him, right? Just to say that he played on the same stage as Chuck Berry, Keith Richards would go. So it's not as if they don't go down there and worship these guys. But what happens is, is at least what has happened is not particularly with the Stones so much because the music they ended up making was wholly different from these other guys. Um, but Whenever they grabbed their that part of culture, they at that point there was no power to gatekeep it, and they access it, they run and they never look back, and that happens right, like all the time. That happens all the time. It's not Elvis's fault that the music spoke to him. It's not the Rolling Stones' fault that the music but spoke to him. That's not what I'm saying. I, I get it, but what? How can you not appropriate it? It's like it's like if you if. If you start, I guess that's my question. How do you not appropriate it? If you love it and then you want to do it, well, it's not. You're. I think you can be influenced by somebody's culture without totally. T- and one, you can be influenced by it, and then you give credit to that influence, right? Like I was inspired by Muddy Waters and the blues, and I was inspired by the way he played the guitar and the way you know what I mean. I I, I think you can do that, but if you literally take somebody's exact thing. That's appropriating it. And then not even taking it. Well, taking it is just wrong, period. But then taking it and then not even getting credit is even worse as if this is something you invented. So this is what happened at the Grammys. Spice, Sean Paul, they lost a Grammy Award for best reggae album to Soulja. Is that the name? How you say the name of the band? Is it Soulja? I think it's Soulja. Soulja, a white band from Virginia. They won the Grammy Award for Best Reggae Album for their seventh studio album, Beauty in the Silence. They formed in 1997. Um, they beat all these dance hall people, right? Uh, and this is the first time an all-white reggae band has won the award and the third time a non-Jamaican person or group has won the award in the 37 year. During the acceptance speech, Soja pay tribute to Jamaica, the homeland of reggae. So 37 years, first time all white has won the award. Okay. Third time non-Jamaicans have won the award. So there's domination by the Jamaicans and the blacks, the blacks in this category. Still though, this feels wrong. <laughs> it does. And, and, and the, fact, the fact of the matter is the Grammys and to an extent, the Academy Awards, but the Academy Awards are a little different in that they don't really touch 
as much of the cultural texture. Uh, movies, movies don't touch the cultural texture that music does, right? So the Grammys are the artistic standard for that industry. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it is a statement to give this to this band from Virginia and let all the Jamaicans watch from the outside looking in. And it feels wrong. It feels like never, ever should that happen. Ever. 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 Ever, 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 ever. ever. So. Ever. I agree with you. But I have I have no problem with an all-white band that wants to play reggae music. That's fine. You want to play reggae music? Nobody's telling you you can't play the music. The insult comes when you have people who are legends in reggae, in dance hall and music. Spice, who has been in the, I mean, she's been an artist since 99. And she's getting nominated, I believe, for the first time. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Donnie. I believe for the first time. She's walking the carpet with an OG like Shaggy. She's got mad support. She's a staple in this industry, in this genre of music. And you're going to give it to this band from Virginia over her. Or Sean Paul, who's been in the game for such a long time. He's won a Grammy before, but this is his second time being um, nominated. How do you not get, how do you overlook people like that who help establish this genre and, and, and take it to like, didn't create it, but obviously helps establish this and have been in the game for such a long time. And you overlook them for this group. That's the part that's insulting. So like for all those people who are like, why can't they just play music? We ain't got a problem with you playing the music. It's the fact that you were then rewarded at the highest level and you overlook people that are, tr- you can consider trailblazers in the industry. So soldier is stands for soldiers of Ja army okay look i'm not there's a whole reggae is a little different in that there's a there's a very distinct cultural significance that goes along with with reggae music you know what i mean there's a very distinct uh culture that goes along with it. it's connected to the rastafari culture and so i don't know that that necessarily has a race on it um, and I'm looking at this now, you know, one of the guys, his family had lived in Africa. His father was an IMF resident representative in Morovia, in Libya. And they all met in high school and then they became soldiers of Ja Army. Uh, here's my thing. Uh, I, I'm trying to, I want to keep an open mind on this type of thing. I do. I, I want to. This fundamentally is about the fact that there's just zero trust from me, a black man from South Louisiana to the Western European power structure or cultural influence. I just don't have any trust. I don't have any trust that it's in, that it's in good faith. That's what this is about. See, if we were all, and I, I guess in, in other places, everyone is maybe cooler with everybody and they can kind of get into all of this. I don't have any actual trust that, that, uh, that you're not trying to sun us and take over our shit. Reggae's not even my shit, by the way. 
like I'm not <laughs> like reggae is not my shit. I don't really listen to my, that much reggae. I am not from I'm not Jamaican. It's black music, but it's a completely different cultural expression. But it look I look at it and I don't know if I trust enough to be able to to want to share culture. I don't think I I have enough. I'm I, I'm at ease enough to want to be like, hey, you can. We all do the same things because you know we don't really want to do some of the other shit. Like we don't be wanting to river dance. You know, like we don't, it's like we, it's like we stay out of that type of shit, you know? So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We do wear the, but at the same time, so you, you know, it's all. Are you saying that you don't even want them playing reggae music? That's what I heard. I don't know if I do. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I, so like I, I, UB40, I you have a problem with UB40? Oh, they're good. <laughs> so, I'm not going to bullshit you. Right. I'm not gonna hold you. So what? Oh, by the way, look, it, it's it only. And here's the thing: if I'm being real, it only really matters if they win something, right? Like I think that's it. That's I think, why I said I don't have a problem yeah, with them playing it. Yeah, I don't think I have a problem with them playing with it. It's like when they say, "Cause I, I'll vibe out to the shit." Like Eminem loved it. Like, oh shit, this nigga crazy. This nigga crazy. Eminem rap record, rap, rap record of the year. You know, he won the first, when win the Oscar. It pop, pop, pop the brakes. You know what I mean? It's like, it's it's kind of, I get a little weird because it feels like I, I, I have this PTSD from us being overlooked. You know, I think that's the thing. Yeah. And it's a tough one. Well, what do, would it change your mind that Shaggy said, who we know is, a, is an OG in this genre of music, said that the recording academy was not to be blamed that the artists themselves have to play their role by registering with the organization so they can cast votes. He said every year the Grammys come out and people are disgruntled about it. And the, and I don't know if he was talking in particular to this, but he's just like, it, I don't know if he was talking about what happened here, but he said it, it wasn't any different. I don't know if that was for this year he said this or in the past, but he said that he always tells people that if they want to make a change, they need to register and get involved and be a part of it. What does that make you feel coming from somebody who this actually affects? It's 3% white man nigga shit. Man. It's always our fault. <laughs> like registered. It's like registered and I'm not, that's not what I'm talking about. Number one, I, ex- I expect the Grammys to be like when Macklemore. So I want, I want, I want to, Make sure you guys. Oh yeah, that was quote. an old quote. By the way, that was an old quote. That was an old quote. So I don't know if you feel that about this now, but he has said that before. Okay, so let me let me give you guys an example of something. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, twenty fourteen, they won the the they won the Grammy for now, this best is rap just album. Egregious. No, it's not egregious. It's the same <laughs> thing. Okay, it's the oh, no, same thing. It's the yes. So yes, look, yes, Macklemore, yes, Ryan yes, Lewis, the yes. heist. I heard the heist. Something wrong with the heist. If you like that type of air plus bullshit, but the heist wins over Drake. Nothing was the same. Magna Carta, Holy Grail, Kanye West, Yeezus and Kendrick Lamar. Good That's kid, bad city. You see the rest of those blow them up with Mad a city. fucking dynamite stick. Blow up Magna Carta, Holy Grail, blow up. Nothing was the same. Blow up Jesus, blow him up with a fucking dynamite stick. 
they should have canceled the Grammys forever after Macklemore and Ryan Lewis beat out Good Kid, Mad City, a bona fide rap music classic for best yeah. rap album. Okay, yeah. and so when that happens, you just you lose faith in the whole system. But that's why we have to we have to culturally defund the Grammys. We have to culture. We have to not care because looking at that right there, there's just no fucking world. I've heard the highest, you guys. I've heard it. There's no fucking Good Kid, Mad City has money trees on it. Like there's like there's no fucking world where the heist is better than it's just nuts. It's a nuts would thing. You, would you want to defund the Oscars? Huh? <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm listening to you. And I, I mean, would you want to defund the Oscars? The Oscars have what? definitely had their fair share of doing questionable things where we weren't recognized and we were overlooked for our work. Would you defund the Oscars? So let me tell you what the difference is. Number one, I'd like to thank the Academy. All right. There it is. <laughs> like, let me tell you, like, let me tell you what the difference is. I'll tell you what the difference is. I'll tell you what the difference is. And this is this is an actual difference. Um obviously They go eat him <laughs> up already. <laughs> I, I, they're gonna kill me. Obviously, <laughs> the Oscars have a lot of work to do in terms of representation, but there is a difference in that there are specific categories at the Grammys that are dedicated to specific uh, genres of music that are defined as black or white, right? So the reality is, is that uh, rap music, black music, right? R&B music, black music. So those things are specifically defined in a racial cultural term, which movies aren't really, right? If they were to give best foreign language film to some movie made in Texas, that probably would be weird, but it would never happen because it wouldn't even qualify. As a matter of fact, mm. if if there was even if there was best hood movie at the Oscars, which would be a great category, right? Best hood movie, best urban movie, which would be weird if it was best urban movie and then like the big chill one. Or you know you know what I mean? Like then people would be like, yeah, it's like best urban movie and the big chill one. Like people would be like, oh my god. Or if you go best urban movie mm-hmm. and then you give it to Working Girl mm-hmm. because it took place in New York, when we know what they're trying to say. So those categories don't really exist in the Oscars. So mm-hmm. it's not it, you can't really compare it as a one to one. But yeah, sure, the Oscars mm-hmm. need a, a, to do a lot more in terms of recognizing black creatives. And I'm glad so that they song, got started last year by recognizing two different strangers best from one of your movies. Short film. A song from one of your movies, because this is very likely to happen. Now you can't count it out. You already won an Oscar. A song from one of your movies is nominated for a Grammy. You attending? No. You, I mean, you yeah, sure. Stage? I mean, look, 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 I don't have a... Look, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't, I'm not stage. in the music industry. I'm not in the music industry, but I do know that, like... I, I'm not in the music industry, so I have no problem with the... But I think that the Grammys... We're asking the Grammys not to recognize the best music, to recognize the best music in a specific genre. We're saying, tell us what the best rap album is. And they say that Macklemore is better than... Than Kendrick Lamar. It was ridiculous. Can't do it. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I uh, yeah. All right. <sighs> Louis C.K. won a Grammy. Our last Grammy related topic. Put his dick out on a couple yeah. women, jacked off in front of them. Yeah. Um, but his album, Sincerely uh, Louis C.K., beat out five other nominees, including Louis Black, Kevin Hart, and Chelsea Handler. Best comedy album. 64th Grammy Awards. The comeback album was his first since he was accused of masturbatory processes in front of multiple women. By the way, Janet Jackson, you want this video not involved. 
very upsetting situation with Louis C.K. Uh, 2017. Uh, a lot of people uh-huh. were very upset about this. Um, where did Rachel go? I'm right here. Sorry. Oh. Uh, oh a, 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 a lot of people were very upset about this. Rachel, your thoughts? Um, I think people should be upset and outraged because from my understanding, and I haven't listened to this, I didn't see the stand-up, I didn't listen to the comedy album, but he makes fun or makes light of the very thing that he was accused of which was masturbating in front of several women without their consent. So to me, I think it's an insult to the women that were victims of this. And I think that it's, if that, if that is true, I, again, I haven't heard it, but that's what I read. I think that it's taking lightly what was done. And it's like, for, if I'm, if I'm him, why am I going to change any type of behavior when I'm rewarded for the very thing that offended and in, and um, offended was offense, offensive to these women. I just think I, I I remember last year. Yeah, it was last year when the producer who Kesha accused of raping her, Dr. Luke, was nominated for Doja Cat's song. And I remember I asked Harvey Mason Jr., why would he be nominated when you know the accusations that are against him? And he's talked about separating the music, the art from life. I don't know if I necessarily always agree with that. And I think that this is a time where you don't separate the two, especially if the material still is directly attacking or directly you know, I guess promoting what he did, which was a crime to these women. So I just feel like there should be some type of line here where if it's that offensive, they shouldn't even be considered for a nomination. They shouldn't be considered for a nomination and they definitely shouldn't win. You had Kevin Hart in that category. You had Chelsea Handler, first time nominee. I mean, other people could have could have taken home that Grammy. Okay, so uh Yes. I guess this is my question for all of it. Okay. Um, was Louis C.K. in any of this stuff convicted of any crimes? And so, so this is this is why I, this is the reason why I say this. Okay. To to me, it surprises me that he got enough votes to win. It that's that's what surprises me. Um, if you're suggesting that the accusations themselves um, are enough to disqualify him from any future sort of honor or whatever. I don't know if we can go. I don't know if I can go there. I didn't say future. future. And we have to not just call them accusations because he admitted that they were true. Sure. Okay. So, so this happened. Right. But why would you nominate him for an album where he makes light of what he did? So the material to me is why I didn't say that he should never like we're not talking about canceling him. I didn't say that he should never have. Well, I've canceled him. I, 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 to me, you know, you abusing your power and uh, subjecting people to something like that. I, like I've canceled him, but like I, it's not for me anymore. I used to think he was hilarious. It's not for me anymore. I just wonder. I really do wonder. Oh, he used he was hilarious. 
like like he was he was really one of the best. Like at, at this point, I wonder what do we do with these guys. I'm really asking. Like, like, well, to like, me, I think that this is easy. This okay. is a person who was accused. This is a person who admitted it was true. And then you listen to the material and he's addressing it, but not apologetic for what he did. So this is a person who's shown no remorse for traumatizing several women. So they didn't ask for this. It was sexual assault. So, or misconduct, sexual misconduct. So... I, I, I think to me, this is very clear. Now, I don't, I don't know of other examples to give to me personally, Dr. Luke shouldn't have been nominated, but that's just me. Um, I think that it can be a slippery slope. I think you're right. But in this specific incident, I think it's very clear that one, he shouldn't have been nominated, but okay. If you did nominate him, he shouldn't win. He shouldn't win. All right, let's take a break. We're going to come back with who is lame and who is not. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. All right, um, the Pivot Podcast. Oh. I like it. I love the Pivot Podcast. You, you enjoy it? You, you enjoy the Pivot it? Podcast? Yeah, I like it. Fred Jackson. Fred Jackson. Fred Taylor. Uh, Fred Taylor, Channing Crowder. Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark, Louisiana State University. Okay, LSU. Ryan Clark mm-hmm. and went on to have a great career with the Steelers. Chenny Crowder went to the dreaded Florida. Um, I think actually he might have went to Miami. I think he went to Florida for college in Miami and the pros. Of course, we all know Fred Taylor's career is great. And I played for the Florida Jaguars, Florida Jaguars, Florida, uh, Florida Gators, and then the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, <laughs> okay. They were talking about Sierra and Russell Wilson. And Channing Crowder let something fly. Give it to me, Donnie. But uh, Russell and Sierra. Yeah, if Russell ain't had that bread, she ain't gonna be with him. <laughs> Russell Square. Russell Square. Russell Square. Sierra had a she she has a good situation, but she was you don't a, leave future they, and a, get with Russell Wilson. The, the, the thing is, I the, think that's what you You don't wrong, leave though. future and get with Russell Women Wilson. Like, it's, a, it's a type. Listen, Women bro, everybody peace. got a type. Yeah, that's true. Everybody has a type. You're going to leave future and get with Russell Wilson? Is, though, when you He's have, so goddamn square, and I love him on the field. He's this. a square. Channing. He's a fucking square. Channing, you go from this level of toxicity, you just want something stable. You want the guy that was sitting with that girl with that big old mouth at the draft that was laughing, and you knew she deserved <laughs> to be with him. Goofball? Yeah, you want that you guy. You want to get with you, goofballs, no, You want the guy that told me, you know what? I was I was praying and God told me to go save her. That's what the man told me to my face. Huh. Rachel. <laughs> Take it away. I mean, the only people that I feel like are squares when it comes to this topic are Fred Channing and a little bit of Ryan. Okay? A little bit of Ryan. Because when Channing initially stated, yelled, like very, very passionate about this, yelled out that he thought Russell Wilson was a square, Ryan laughed. So I got to include him with this. This to me was an opportunity 
for three black men to have a discussion about certain stereotypes that exist within the black community, particularly to males. And it was an opportunity to address toxic masculinity. And instead they laughed, they joked, and Channing continued to yell out, he's a square, he's a fucking square. Why in the world is someone who respects his woman, values her, treats her right, takes care of her, praises her for the woman that she is, for the mother that she is, supports her in her career, is a square. As it sounds, he sounds very, what? What's your face for? He didn't say that What's that was the reason why he was a square. Did he, he give a reason? That. Did I, know, I like but you I just you, you I know, but you just said all of those things don't make you could do all of those things and still have other things that make you be a square. Did he say why he was a square? No, but he didn't say but but you just said why is someone that does all of that stuff a square? He didn't say that that made him a square. He said that but he was me, a square. He didn't say why. Me, but to me, but to me, if you're doing all that, why are we naming him a square? Because he's not future. That's what I from I deduce from that conversation because he's not future, he's a square. So he looked at how he said, "Quote, how are you going to leave future and go to that?" He called him a goofball. Because he doesn't have he called the swag. his girl a goofball. Oh, he called his girl a goofball. Yeah. He doesn't have the same demeanor. He doesn't carry himself in the same way as future. And so now you're going to call him a square because he's not future. Now, he definitely you can you can definitely reason that from what he said. Am I wrong? Sure. OK. Why are we praising someone like future? He did not treat Sierra right. He was did not support her. He was constantly with other women. He was cheating on her. He did not value her for the person that she is. She left him to be with someone who could give her that. And Ryan did explain that. So my question is, why are you rooting for, for Sierra to be with someone like Future when, who never did right by her and shaming the relationship, not the relationship, but Shaming Russell Wilson for stepping up and giving her something that Future didn't. And to me, I didn't understand where this hate was coming from. And it, to, me, to me, it seems to perpetuate a certain stereotype of what a man has to be, specifically a black man. I got all that from this conversation. I'm sorry, he might not have mm. said it, but the right. way that he was talking, the way that he kept reiterating how much of a square Rus Russell Wilson is, to me... He was he didn't fit his definition of like what he values as a man and particularly a right. black man. That's what I got from that. And I just found this whole thing problematic. And I really wish Fred or Ryan really would have stepped up and said, you know what? Like, let's have let's have a conversation. Let's break this down. Why particularly is he a square? Like, you got to have a reason to feel that way about him. Why is it? And then talk about it. Do you know what the cold, hard truth is? Men no. don't decide who squares are. Women do. That's when, not true. I, I got to be honest with you. It's 1,000% true. So Fred doesn't think that he's a square. Oh, not Fred, sorry. Channing doesn't think he's a square. He learned that from other women? No. So the reality is Channing came up in a situation most likely where the guys who were like Russell women 
Russell, Russell women, Russell Wilson were deemed squares. Go. That's a Freudian slip. They were deemed squares. And the reason why they were deemed squares was because of how women responded to them. I think you're making an excuse for him. I'm not I making think- an excuse for him. Hold on. I, look, look, first, first, first of all, I'm not making an excuse for him. First, what he said, what what he's saying. So this is what I'm saying. There's 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 I one part there's one part problem that I have with what he said. Only one. The the reality is, if there's a such thing as a square, then Russell Wilson is one of them. I'm a square. We can smell our own. If there's a such thing as a square, then Russell Wilson is a square, for sure. Without a doubt. What is a square? Define uh, it. So when I was, so I'll tell you a story real quick. My nigga Delvin, rest in peace. Uh, my nigga Delvin used to take me to school, right? Delvin was like the first dude that I ever seen who packed a gun to school. I might talk to, to talk to you guys about Delvin before. I Like one time I punched Delvin, I feel something in his waistband. It's like a 380. And that was the most fucked up gun ever. Used to jam, have to throw that bitch on the ground and get it unjammed and stuff like that. So Delvin would take me back and forth to school. Now I was always a funny guy. I always had friends, always stuff like that. But like, it took me a while to like come into who I was and stuff. Cause I wasn't doing nothing. I remember Delvin told me, it's maybe like the 10th grade. Delvin says, Van, he goes, yo, bro, I'm telling you, bro, you a cool ass nigga. Like you cool, bro. Like you funny. You easy to get along with. You ain't no hoe. He's like, bro, you just got to do some dirt, man. Just do a little bit of dirt. Just do some dirt. Like you too, you, you too safe. Niggas know you're going to be in the house. He, I'll never forget this. He said, bro, man, you got to do some dirt. I was like, do some dirt for what nigga? I'm not doing no dirt. I'm going to be in here watching Monty Python movies. Like, like I'm not doing any dirt. I'm going to play sports. I'm going to do all of that stuff. I wasn't a bad looking kid. So I had no, let's do some dirt. What I'm telling you is, and this is not in any way, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm just telling you what I saw. What I saw were, especially until I became one of them, the ball players at school and the pretty boys at school and the niggas who at school who did dirt, they were categorized as not being the squares. Like for me, like it, it like I talk about this in my book. For me, uh like all of that, they were categorized as not being the squares. And what I also saw was a lot of the girls, especially in Baton Rouge, where your high school acquaintances become like your college girlfriends, become the guys that end up in. All, a lot of the girls took their spin with a nigga like that before they settled on the, the guys like us. Like they they took their spin. I'm look, I'm not in any way. I'm just taking you real. They took, they took their, they, they, they went out and they tried to lasso a future down and make him into whatever they want him to be. And then you realize, Hey, that's not going to happen. So I'm going to go get a Russell Wilson. And if, even if you look at Sierra, like I could make an argument that Sierra eventually got serious about her life. And when she got serious about her life, she understood what kind of man she wanted in her life. But before this, and this is not to diss these guys, it was future. It was Amari Stoudemire. It was 
Bow Wow. It was gods like that, especially with the future and the Amari Saramire situation. Huh? It was 50, especially with the future and the Amari Saramire situation. Those were guys that like she was really into, right? And so for me, so- what 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 they what for me, what they're actually saying, what they're actually saying, like the square thing, when I say like if, if you could be if if you were a nerd that wore puts you like this. If you go to your high school, your college, whatever, and you wear all the most fucked up clothes, you do all the most fucked up shit, your hairline is fucked up, but you get all of the girls, you cannot be a square. Eventually, the guys that don't have that, they're going to start dressing like you. Because whatever it is that you're doing to get women, if you if your jeans are fucked up, if your hair is fucked up, what if but you still have all the girls, you cannot be a square. Women decide what is square because whatever gets well, the women is what works. Well, I I guess well, you're, somewhere in your heart, you know, you I'm almost right. had me until until you said no, no, because you said the guys who are the guys who are not squares play the sport looked a certain way or were kind of the bad boys. Well, that's not necessarily women determining that. That's what they do, right? They are No, no, no. Women determine women determine what's desirable. So that's what they that's what I, they I, do. I, well, but women I women look at the guys women look at the guys playing Magic the Gathering cards or and that's not what they that's not that's not what they want. <laughs> you know what so I'm saying? Like I, they, I, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that, but I think what you basically describe as a bad boy versus a good guy, right? Women like, and that's known. Women like the bad guy. It's, it's exciting. It's adventurous. And then, that's what I'm you know, that's yeah. why they say nice guys finish last. However, I guess I don't look at the term square in that way. To me, square means a lane. And I think that's how I look at it. So maybe I just have a different definition of it. And if you're looking at someone who's a square as they're like unexciting or they just, I don't know, they're just, they don't, they're not adventurous, then I understand what you're saying. But I look at it as like, you're lame, you're whack. That is what I take as a square. Well, being square is like being lame or being whack. I mean, they're definitely, being square is definitely on the same plane as being lame or being, it's, it's, but like being square is just, you're a square. Like you're, like you're a square. And like, I, I'm, I can be in a square is like uh, <laughs> being a square is like this. It's like, hey, man, um, like we about to go do this and this and that. Uh, yeah, but Van, we're going to drop you off because we know you're not coming. Yeah. Take me home. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Drop me off at the crib. Like, like being be square. I remember my home was I, I, I'll never forget. Like I got really hooked on Marvel versus Capcom 2, the video game. Mm-hmm. I got super hooked on it, right? And so I started going. <laughs> shout out to my boy Gino. I started going to different cities in Louisiana, playing Marvel versus Capcom two, like competitively. Me and my friends from the gym, Spaceport. Shout out to the Spaceport La Familia, our Irvin. Shout out to Dakota. Shout out to Trey. Shout out to Charles. Shout out to Kevin. We would get together and we would drive New Orleans. Houston all over playing in Marvel versus Capcom 2 tournaments. My niggas could not fucking understand this. Like, like my like my niggas could not 
They did not get this. They liked to play Marvel vs. Capcom 2, but they didn't understand. I loved it. This was like fun to me. And G- I'll never forget Gino goes, man, he like he got frustrated because my guys were all the flyest guys in Baton Rouge, the player proof crew, right? All the flyest guys. Gino goes, man, bro, I don't understand this thing with the fucking game, bro. You can't get no money playing the game. You can't get no pussy playing the game. Don't nobody know you for playing the game. Why are you spending so much time playing the game? They did not want me to be a square. And I was a square. Like I, and I'm not saying that what Channing in, uh, is saying is correct. What I am saying is that that's what he's observed. Now, I, I think the thing that I have the problem with is that him saying that it's, it's it's Russell Wilson's money. It's not Russell Wilson's money. I was going to add that part too. Yep. It's not Russell Wilson's money. It's the fact that at a certain point, this happens to, because these bad boy guys, most of the time there's a shelf life on that too. This happens, this has to do with the fact that after a while, that right there, the future, that's not tenable. Future might do what he's doing right now. Um, Every once in a while, a guy doesn't stop. Future might do what he's doing right now until he's fucking 50 years old. And if you're Sierra, you can't go through that, right? But she made the decision prior to future. She tried a couple bad boys. She did. She tried a couple non-lames. Yeah, the, that's not... Did you say non-lames? Yeah, if you want lame, squares, whatever. <laughs> See, what I, what I realized about the square is that we run everything. Like, we win. We always win. Even your favorite bad boy, your favorite bad boy, whoever he is, a square signs his checks. That's like we fine, always win. Would you want somebody talking about you and, and yelling that you're a fucking square? Like it was, I get you, you defend, not defending it, but I get you explaining that you have been a, a square at times. I'm a square now, baby. Or whatever it is. You're a square now. But the way he, his delivery, the way he was talking about it, I don't think he was looking at it in the same way that you have. You put it together in a very nice way. I think he was calling him whack. I think he was calling him blame. And he was saying the only way he could get a Sierra is because he has money. And I think it's unfair to assume that somebody who might not be the bad boy can't be funny, can't be smart, can't be all these other things that doesn't make them a square. But whatever. And yes, you 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 brought the point that I was going to bring up too is the that he made it seem like Sierra was just a gold digger and she wouldn't be with Russell without his money. That's not No. See, Sierra wasn't a gold digger. Sierra is not a gold digger. Sierra no, she's is not. a she's a happiness digger is what she is. That's beautiful, man. She, she's that's what she is. She's a happiness digger. Sierra is a stability digger, and that's what we all become. I like it. I we like all it. become. We all become because you know gold is shiny, but it don't keep you warm at night, baby. It might. Could you warm up gold to keep you warm? Anyway, look, I look, I look I'm like happily nerd, nerd forever, happily nerd. But like I'm telling you, and it's another thing. I'll tell you something else. No disrespect to Channing or nobody else over there. Um, Russell Wilson's, Wilson's the first ballot Hall of Famer. He is a Super Bowl champion. He is everything that most guys that have ever played any sport, those guys included, have wanted to be. So, face of a franchise, now he's the face of a second franchise. So, much respect to Russell Wilson. But I just want to say, Russell these- played a sport, and Russell is a cute guy. You think he was cons- like that's two out of the three things that you name? Okay, so can I tell you a quick story about Russell Wilson? That I know to be sure. true. So Russell Wilson was in class when he was like in high school. 
and someone blew an air horn in the class mm-hmm. and it startled mm-hmm. the teacher and the teacher cried. Russell Wilson then consoled the teacher and scolded the class. All right. This is in high school. Russell Wilson consoled the teacher. The air horn went off. Then he scolded the class. All right. So Russell Wilson, think about that. It's at high school. Like Russell Wilson is a square. It's okay to be. He's, I think the, the 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 bigger message is it's okay to be a square. I actually thought that that was okay. Nah, nigga, we getting our laugh on. We're gonna laugh, baby. Yeah, you can laugh, but I like the fact that he stood up and uh, comforted his teacher and then stood up to the class. I, do you know how I would? Why do you know fucking, that story? Do you know Why how do you I would know that story? Do you know yeah, how I, I would have fucking like I would have never been the air horn guy. But you let a motherfucker from the class, a fuck one of my peers, <laughs> get up and so try much. to turn around and go, nigga, if you I don't sit it. your fucking wet haired ass down, your curly haired ass, I don't give a fuck what it. you talking about. Fuck you. I love it. Like, I, I, love I it. Yeah. I was mischievous. Though. I would have asked I, him out. That's what you would have done? No, because you like, because you, 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 Rachel, you're capping right now. By the way, people don't think I did. I read the book. And I know that you liked bad boys. You had your whole bad boy phase. So, so I like, I, I, I like, not. I dealt with men. I, they weren't bad. They were, you, they, they were, how about this? They were athletes. Most. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Got her. I see the cheap blinds behind you. Uh, okay. So I, I saw something. And every time I think that, um, that social media cannot, uh, Cannot shock me. I see something new that lets me know that it can. A rapper's name is Gunu. Rest is rest is rest in peace. Sorry, I apologize to Gunu's family. Uh, I saw a clip on the internet, and it was of a person, people hanging out, partying in a club, and it was a a person up standing up on the club that was motionless dressing in a Mary shirt, some shoes, some jeans. And when I looked at it, I'm like, yo, that nigga looks dead. Like he looks like a dead person. I thought maybe it was a wax statue or something. No, it was this rapper named Gnu. They had his funeral in the club, put him on stage, dressed him up in some Amiri shit. And everybody was partying. Uh, just a couple weeks after he was shot dead in Washington, D.C., the embalmed body was stood up straight in the club on the stage and people was turning the fuck up. Donnie, do we have any sound from this video? I know we can't show it. Like, I wish we could. You guys were watching this TV show will be coming. Donnie, put some sound in the video in there so you can hear. That's, this is a funeral. People are turning yeah. up. Give me a sec. Um, <laughs> some people was this his last request? I don't do we know. know. I don't let's know. Let's just assume this was... it's not. Let's just for the for the sake of the conversation. Let's just assume he didn't ask for this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess my question is okay, Donnie. Play the sound real quick. Play the sound of Gnu's funeral. Thank you. 
Sitting in the ghetto thinking, thinking about, about. <laughs> all my homies passed away. Uh. Oh my lord. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Twitter erupted hate, saying it was disrespectful. I hate this new generation. That's all that's the only I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Why? What? How? I just I mean, come on, y'all. There's a there's ways to say goodbye. Y'all could have done it up for Gnu and partied out to him and 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 without him being there. They say rest in peace for a reason. They didn't let him rest in peace. Oh my gosh, I just can't. I just, I hate it. I hate it. Do you know what? So I thought about it. Oh, you like, oh, you like it? That's the way. It's not that I don't like it, but what difference does it make? Like in the funeral, in that, the different cultures have all different types of funerals. It is disturbing to like, to like, to see him up there. It's disturbing (laughs) for us. It's definitely disturbing. But if they weren't disturbed, like, you know, down south, we second line, you know, before a funeral. We get out there, we dance around, we do our whole thing. The body so don't be out there. If the body, but imagine if the body was leading the charge, was leading the second line with the with the scarf in the hand. Right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think, I don't know. Like, it, it's, it's like, I, I it, it was shocking to me and I was shocked, but I don't know if it, if it bothers me that they was out there getting it for Gunu. Well, maybe it's it's not bothers because obviously the family agreed to this, right? His mm-hmm. people allowed this to happen. That's why I was like, did he ask for this? But, you know, we're going to pretend that he didn't. It's just, it's jarring. I can't, um, I would never be comfortable in that club. I would never be able to have a good time because I would be thinking about death. I would be, th- and especially how he died. I don't know. It just, I wouldn't be able to relax and get comfortable knowing that, you know, my loved one, my friend, my family isn't here with me. I just, the the club is a different vibe. Do you know what this shows me really? (laughs) It shows me just how comfortable the people in that community have had to be with death. Like And in that way. You just go different places and people get killed. They get shot. Like we're doing the the hip hop homicides thing, right? And we're going around and we're talking to all of these different uh, relatives and loved ones of people who have been killed. They're all young. And I remember being this same way. They're dealing with this exceptionally well, if you ask me. I mean, there's depression, depression, there's PTSD, there's all of this stuff. But this is a reality, like where they come from. So they probably appreciate the club night. I just wish that it wasn't so easy to party with Gunu up there on the on the stage, man. I, that it was, I was, it was scary to me. But remember, I'm a square, so it was, it was, um, <laughs> it was scary. It was scary to me. To be honest, with you. I guarantee you, we will see this again. Oh, it's gonna become a big thing now. Google corpse standing up. This is what Donnie says. Uh, this common? is so common. In what community? In ours, Donnie. Donnie, Definitely give it to ours. us. Definitely yeah, ours. Donnie, give it to us. Give it to us. With corpse standing up, what is it? Why is it common? But standing up at the club? No, no, no. The, oh! Uh, oh my God, the, I, Donnie, you should have said it. It comes with a warning. Oh, I'm sorry. I assumed because <gasps> it, it's corpse, you knew it would be corpses. 
Um, well, I thought oh, I was going to see him play. Why did you? Why did you? Donnie. 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 We are out of the shit out of you. <laughs> Donnie, why you did that, bro? See, Donnie, Donnie you I and your shit. You and your shit today. were going to pop up. I thought videos. I thought I would see it from a distance. Oh, I did not no, no, realize. No, no, no. Yeah. But, but, but are the corpses at clubs? No, I'm afraid these to are go back all, It looks to like it these now. are funeral homes or churches. But I see a I see a guy on a motorcycle. I see a dude sitting down with his legs crossed. I see a lady with a <laughs> a can of Bush. She's wearing. She got a cigarette in her a hand. Bush Bush Light, the beer. Oh, yeah. All right, man. <laughs> all right. Uh, Kanye West is pulled out of Coachella. Um, scheduled to be at Coachella. A source. Confirms to Variety. Reps for West and the festival did not immediately respond to requests for comment. The news first reported by TMZ. I remember that place. The reason for his cancellation was not immediately clear. Immediately clear. Although a source tells Variety he had not yet rehearsed or prepared for the, exp- <laughs> <laughs> the appearance. Um, while West played a full set accompanied by Drake at the Los Angeles Coliseum in December. Okay. Uh, Coachella is the 15th through the 17th and then the 22nd through the 24th. The first two nights will be headlined by Harry Styles and Billie Eilish. Um, now, Coachella doesn't have a Sunday headliner, which is the big deal. Kanye is not performing and neither is Travis Scott. Um, uh, some additional information about this is that Kanye has told Kim Kardashian he is going to go off somewhere and get help um, and seek the help that he needs. And performing at Coachella seems to interfere with Ye's uh, healing so he will not be at Coachella your thoughts when you heard this news well why did you laugh when you heard laugh when I heard what oh, when I, I sent laughed, the I... article when I sent the article to the group chat it was wow followed with laughter uh, I laughed because I laughed because for Coachella at this point to have their Sunday night headliner be Kanye West with everything that's going on with him and to think that they were not going to be into a situation where two weeks before Coachella (laughs) that they have to find another Sunday night headliner. I wouldn't be surprised if Friday he changed his mind. I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) if they find somebody and then Friday he changes his mind. It's just, it's interesting to me that the talk of this was, Coachella should drop Kanye. Coachella should drop Kanye. And then Kanye West dropped out. Now that makes me think gotcha. maybe maybe Coachella told Kanye, hey, we don't want you to perform and in a way to uh, uh, make this seem like it's not that big of a deal. We'll say that you decided not to perform. But I'll be honest with you, that's unlikely because if they told him that, the first thing he would do would be to run the social media and tell everybody that Coachella is the devil and they need to find God. Uh, right. Um, I I did read that Coachella has some EDM band that they had at the bottom of their poster that they hadn't assigned, like a big, big group. Um, they're not from here. That is, um, they hadn't assigned a day. So they were kind of like keeping them in the wind of just in case of the wing. How's that saying go? Oh my gosh. Just forget that part. They were all putting them on the side, basically on ice, just in case something like this happens. So they might be the ones that are headlining on Sunday. But this is what we've been asking for, is for Kanye West to put his mental health first. 
So I would like to think that it isn't that they told him not that he couldn't perform, that he's saying, you know what, I need to go seek help so I can be better for my family. Good for him. Good for him. And I hope I really, really hope he gets exactly what it is that he needs. I hope that he detaches from social media and the media. I hope he is surrounding himself with good people who know him, who care about him. And I really hope that as he embarks on this mental health journey, that he comes out with some type of peace and clarity that he needs. So, you know, he can get back to doing what it is that he loves and, you know, feeling like himself. I hope that everything works out the way it's supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) What you going to do? It sounds like we're not going to be talking about Kanye for a while. That's good for him. Maybe he can have like a, uh, Kanye should have like a, a relaxed boy summer, you know, like he should have like oh. a quiet boy summer, cold boy okay. summer. I think Kanye needs to have a cool boy summer, lukewarm boy summer. So, you know, um, and hopefully this him going away means that nobody will be harassed or uh, be threatened during this time that he's finding himself. Um, we need to we we understand that what's going on with people in their mental health is very serious, but we need to also hope and pray that people do better when they involve themselves in such things. So um, always rooting for Kanye to figure out Kanye, but I just don't want anybody else to have to suffer for Kanye to figure out. Kanye. Sure. Um, uh, look, um, I gotta be honest with you. I gotta be honest with you. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a big deal. The house has voted to decriminalize cannabis. Wait, we're situation. making this the big deal of the day? No, the big deal of the day was the Grammys. Oh, oh, I thought you said this is the big deal. Sorry. No, it's I not the big deal, the deal of the day. Day. The Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment Act and Reinvestment and Expungement Act, which passed 220 to 204, is unlikely to secure the 60 votes to pass the Senate, despite the backing of the majority leader, Senator Chuck Schumer of New York. Uh, supporters of marijuana decriminalization, even some Republicans who voted against the Democratic legislation said on Friday the vote was a necessary step toward building consensus on something that can become law. So it seems that there is at least some agreement in in um, in principle that uh, marijuana leg- marijuana should become federally decriminalized, but they they're not quite to the point where they can do it all in one in one fell swoop. And, uh, and they're OK with this bill. What do you think about this whole thing? Listen, I think that when you look into why they want the bill, the fact that, you know, it disproportionately affects people of color, um, it's currently on the same level as heroin, the fact that they would save billions of dollars because of the way they'd be able to tax it. So this would benefit the economy. This would go towards the deficit that you hear the Republicans um, constantly complaining about. And then if you just do a deep dive into the history of how marijuana got stigmatized the way that it did in this country, you realize that at this point, we need to legalize it and on a federal level. If you watch what the states are doing and you follow the trend of that, then I think the federal government should recognize that and follow suit as well. So um, I sincerely hope that marijuana is federally decriminalized, but only for selfish reasons, because I want hallucinogenics to be decriminalized. I want looking at a list of schedule one drugs right now. And on these schedule one drugs, this is what I see. I see LSD on there. I see mescaline on there, which is POD. I see MDMA on there. I see GHB on there. 
you know, I see psilocybin on there, psilocybin, psilocybin on there. Synthetic marijuana is crazy stuff. Um, to me, what I would like to see is I need a, I need for us to have a real conversation about drugs, their effects, and which drugs could actually be beneficial to the human experience, not just here in America, but worldwide. The reality is there are a lot of old held beliefs about different things that are keeping drugs that can be therapeutic to people, that can help people with anxiety and depression, that can help people with pain management, that can help people with all kinds of different issues that we ex- that exist here in society, that because of nothing more than putrid, wrong-headed tradition are being held out of these really, really held as these really dangerous things. You know, they're using some of these hallucinogenic, some of these uh, not hallucinogenic, some of these psychedelic drugs to help people that have late stage cancer deal with their pain, but also help them to shift their brain and their outlook and their attitude with people who have anxiety, with people who have depression, with people who have a litany of, of, of mental issues, right? Of disorders, things like that. And they are tremendously effective, but for no other reason other than the pharmaceutical companies tampering and whatever, whatever, we can't get our hands on this. I want my ability to mushroom. (laughs) I want my ability to the DMT and GHB and look at crazy bendy stuff and help fix my fucking mind. And it's, it's crazy. So I'm on board with marijuana. I think marijuana, most places in America right now is for better or for worse, decriminalized, but it's just the tip of the iceberg, baby. It's just the tip of the iceberg. And that iceberg is big. All right. It's the tip of the iceberg. Okay. This is my soapbox. Right. Well- I want psychedelics legal. I want psychedelics legal. I want access to psychedelics for people to have therapeutic. I want psychedelics legal. I want to fly through the sky, baby. I want help. I want to transcend the universe. I want to go all, I want to go through wormholes. You know, who knows? Okay. Are you with me, Rachel? Are you with me? Do you you want to? I'm with you. you. I want to fly. We go up to Joshua Tree. We just, we just, we stay up there. We stay up there. We should, you know, we, we should do higher learning Joshua Tree. We should. We should go up to Joshua Tree. Do you like to learning. go to Joshua Tree? It's pretty cool. It's yeah, not bad. I've only been once. But it's, it's but, very yeah. quiet. Rabbits everywhere. It's, it's yeah, the, I like the, the rabbit capital the drive, of the world. though, is just like, it's brutal. But, like, the traffic. The traffic, yeah. If you go on a weekend, coming back oh, on yeah, Sunday, tough. the traffic. That, that, yeah. that drive up there that Friday, that drive up there that Friday is tough. But you, I mean, you work for actually. You got helicopter money. Oh, uh, there was a picture of Soup Kitchen that's been, um, that's been. Have you seen it? It's been making the, it's been making Seriously? Mm-mm. Yeah, Soup Kitchen standing with somebody, and uh, it's caused. So I saw this picture. They posted it in the Reddit, right? And so then I went to the Bachelor page, and this picture of Soup Kitchen was causing a little civil war in the Bachelor page because. Some people were saying that Soup Kitchen looked like a quote unquote zaddy. This is supposedly a really good picture of Soup Kitchen. But because of you, women have no long women are no longer allowed to be attracted to Soup Kitchen. <laughs> so people were I like, I don't care. This picture. You want you you should bring up this picture of Soup Kitchen. Donnie, I wanna I want I want Rachel to see this picture of of uh 
of SK because I, I, I'm going to send it to Donnie real quick. I'll put it in the group chat. I want to know, I want Rachel to rate Soup Kitchen no, from I'm 1 to 10. No, I'm not doing that. No. Whoa, whoa. Well, this is what you have to do, Rachel. What is what we need you to do? We need you, Donnie, bring this. This is the picture right here. Uh, like this is this is soupy soup. Put it in the chat. You got you got it, John Donnie. I want to see what Rachel thinks about soup soups soupy soup. Well, now I can see it. You put it in. The, okay. Thank oh, you, Donnie. Put it in the chat. You see him. This is what had the internet ablaze. Yeah, that that's that's that's. He looks the same old same to me. What makes him a zaddy? The gray hair. So they said they said he was a zaddy. His hair looks different. It looks like he's doing a comb over or something. It's a oh. no for me. Wow. It's a uh, no for me. Well, Sorry, guys. Uh, certainly. It's a no for me. Uh, oh, by the way, before we get off the the subject of zaddies and end the podcast, fans, very serious question. I had an idea. I don't know if I told you this. I want to know. I want all of you guys to know this idea that I had. So my friends, Walter, Ian, and Gino, they were in a music group called Us Three. And then it became Just Three. It became Just Three because they were actually sued by the guy who the guys who made that song, Flip Fantasia. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Dun. You know that song? Billy, Billy, Bob. Uh-uh. Funky, funky. You don't remember that song? Uh-uh. Donnie, do you remember that song? No, sing more of it. It's like no, dun, you won't, dun, you don't know it. Yeah, dun 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 dun. Yeah, dun 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 Yeah, dun 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 Yeah, dun dun dun. Bitty bitty bop. Dun dun dun. Funky funky. Dun dun dun. Y'all don't remember that shit? That shit was so huge. You sound like you're flying right now. I don't. You guys don't fucking remember that song, Trudy? Do you remember the Flip Fantasia's Dip Trip? Flip Fantasia. You know I'm the youngest one on here. I play, definitely uh, Wait, hold on. Y'all heard this song. Play the, Donnie, play the song. Do Man, us three, Cantaloupe. We haven't heard no, it. No, that's not true. You've definitely heard this song. Donnie, play Cantaloupe by us three. Play it right now, Donnie. But why Donnie, do you keep saying Flip? I'm bu- why I'm not, do you keep I'm, saying Flip Fantasia? Because that's what he says. He say, yeah, this I've is heard the this. song you were singing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you weren't. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Watch, watch, hear this. Wait, Donnie, wait, wait, when this wait. comes out, then put put no, Vans play, keep playing next it. to this. Keep playing it. Bitty bitty bop. Dun, 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 dun. Hold on. You didn't do it that. It is right here. Turn up. Dun, 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 dun. Watch this. Funky, funky. Dun, dun, dun. What? Wait a minute. Uh. Words you didn't say. Yeah. Anyway, but you guys wouldn't have gotten it. <laughs> Flip Fantasia. He says that. He says dip trip. Flip Fantasia. Uh. All right. Anyway, so that so group wait, they got sued. They got sued by those guys. Okay. So like, Ian and Gino and Walter got sent. Uh, maybe not sued. They got sent a, a cease and desist, and desist. by yeah. those guys saying you can't use that name anymore. So they turned it to just three. Okay. So look. Bust this. I was back in Louisiana and my guys are still good looking, you know? They're we're all over 40. Trey just turned 41. So uh we're all over. Oh, he's about to turn 41. We're all over 40, right? We all still look good. They all still look good. I'm fat as fuck, but they all still look good. We're all over 40. And they can all still sing. 
what I was saying was they, they should bring the group back and the name of the group should be Zaddy. And the name of the group should be Zaddy and the group should be these three guys who are Zaddies, right? And they are over 40 and they could, they could have like a, the whole, they could have like a, they could be a theme, you know, they could just be their second album. It could be better late than never or something like that. And the, the, the thing is actual theme of zaddiness and they could we could talk about what it means to be a zaddy zaddy means staying youthful zaddy means staying virile zaddy means getting up going to the gym working out but it's still being a dad because you're still sexually desirable but you still gotta take care of home zaddy don't you think this is a good idea for them to be this don't you think this is they should have done it Sure. I I have no problem listening to the Zaddies. They said no. <laughs> the last niggas that what the last you? time I that the all I'm saying is the last time I had a suggestion and niggas listened to me, we won an Oscar. That's all I'm saying. And and, okay. and now niggas Well, maybe they'll come back around to it. Maybe nah, maybe I'm they just need a little time. That's little why they time. got sued okay, by the flip fantasia niggas. What? What's your serious, what's your man's serious question? I'm mad now about the Zaddy thing. I can't even think straight about it anymore. Um, uh, I don't want to do Van's very serious question of the week. These niggas piss me off. All I, <laughs> like, all I, like, like, I'm serious. All I do is come up with ideas for motherfuckers. That doesn't mean never, they're always good. They've never listened to me. You know Why? You know why you never listen to me? Why? Because I'm a square. All right. Well, let's if, go. If I, let's if see. I was, because out. I'm a square. Because I'm a square. I, it's a great idea. But they don't want to listen because I'm a square. And they're oh so cool. Oh, I'm in. This is Ian right here. Oh, I'm in. Look at my hair. When you go, I want you guys to pull up while you're watching this. Pull up Ian's Instagram. At Ian Vaughn. Pull up Ian's Instagram and then look at a picture. And this is how he sounds. Oh, look at me. That's look at my chest. Look at my chest. I'm Ian. Send me, send me pictures of bitch pressing shit. I don't give a Ian, fuck about bitch pressing. Ian posted a video of him singing. I said, Ian, I didn't know you sound like that. Yeah, by the way. Ian can talk, sing. He can sing his ass off. Rachel, you was talking a little reckless. I started to no, send that to I Brian. Wasn't. Yeah, she was like, "You talking a little reckless?" And I'm like, "What the <laughs> no. fuck?" Like, hey, you talking a little reckless? So I talking Don't. a little. You said, "Ian, I didn't know it was like that." I'm like, "Whoa!" You're, you're applying something. I didn't I know. know it was like that. I nah, stand he's, by. He's got one of the really best voices. Seriously, but he sounds like oh, this is how he sounds when he sings. <laughs> oh, baby. I love you. That's it. No more podcasts. Zaddy. Somebody else take the idea. Ian, you know what? <laughs> Fuck Ian, Gino, and, and, and Trey. I love them to death. I can't wait to hug the kids and kiss everybody this summer. Fuck y'all. Y'all should have done the idea. I'm down listen to shit that I say. My name is Gino. Oh, oh, I'm an activist. I, I'm what? sick of y'all. <laughs> Gino, the, Gino is an activist in Baton Rouge. Hi, I'm, I'm Trey. I'm sure they're sick I of own my own barber shop. I have a nice home and a pool but, in the back. On, come on, come on, come on. Take the caps go. off, but do not stop learning. <laughs> listen to your friends when they have great ideas for you. All right, listen to your friends. 
could have had them number one. They should be winning. Silk Sonic's fucking doing all kinds of crazy shit. Uh, take thin caps off. Do not sign. I'm Van Lathan Jr. Upset. I'm Rachel Lynn Lindsay. Bye. Bye. Guys.